Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is October 1st. Happy Conference Day everyone, happy Conference Weekend. I am so excited to listen to the words of the living prophets and apostles and the incredible leaders of this church. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block, and next week we're going to get the chance to study Isaiah chapters 58 through 66. So next week we're going to finish off Isaiah chapters 58 and 59 are some of my favorite. I'm really looking forward to studying them. But today we're going to finish off by studying a few more verses in Isaiah 54. So let's jump into some of these verses. Now it's interesting in verse 5, Isaiah is going to use the symbol of a husband. And that's a really important symbol to recognize because it's going to be used in multiple places. The husband is the savior. We see that again in the New Testament when he's called the bridegroom. But the the wife or the woman is the church or members of the church. It's us. It's people. And here in these verses, remember, Isaiah has talked quite a bit about Judah feeling forsaken. And here in this chapter, we're going to see that same kind of sentiment. We're going to see a talking of the scattering and of the gathering. But let's dive into some of the most beautiful verses here in Isaiah 54. Starting in verse 7, it says, For a small moment I have forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. Now, let's pause right there before we continue going on, because I think there are some really important things in these verses that we need to look at a little deeper and that we need to define, because we just finished talking about how the Lord doesn't forsake us, right? Remember in Isaiah 54, the Lord says, can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet I will not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continuously before me. And so the Savior literally just tells us that he's not going to forget us, that he's not going to forsake us. And yet here in Isaiah 54, it says, For a small moment I have forsaken thee. How can that be? How can that fit? There are two things that I think are really important to understand here. The first is that the Lord fully recognized Judah's feelings that they felt forsaken. And what I love is that the Lord respects those feelings. He acknowledges those feelings. He acknowledges that they feel forsaken. Has he forsaken them? Absolutely not. But he can acknowledge that that is their experience, that that is their feeling. And I love that idea that he's not excusing it away. He's not saying, guys, buck up. I have not forsaken thee. He's letting them feel those feelings. And he's acknowledging those feelings. But something else that I think is more important here and probably more powerful here is that that word forsaken in Hebrew can also mean permitted or allowed. So here, for a small moment, I have permitted thee or allowed thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. Now, that Hebrew translation makes more sense for our understanding of agency right? We know that our father in heaven loves and respects our right to choose so much so that he lost a third part of his children over preserving that right to choose. And so I love this idea that the Lord might be saying, you know what, for a moment, for a time, I am permitting you 
to make mistakes. I'm permitting you to kick against me. I'm permitting you to stray, to go your own way, to make your own choices. But with great mercy, I will gather you. Yes, I will allow you to reject me. But in my mercy, in my love, I will continue to come after thee and continue to seek after you, to try to bring you back to me in love and mercy. I absolutely love that. And we see that idea repeated again in the very next verse. Remember, this is Hebrew poetry at its finest, this repetition of ideas. He says, in a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. Now, something that's really important to understand here is that word everlasting kindness. In Hebrew, the word everlasting kindness there is hesed which doesn't have an English translation. President Nelson taught us more about that word and how it applies to this idea of the Lord constantly seeking after his children. In this month's Liahona, he wrote an article called The Everlasting Covenant. Listen to what he says. The New and Everlasting Covenant and the Abrahamic Covenant are essentially the same. Two ways of phrasing the covenant God made with mortal men and women at different times. When you and I also enter that path, we have a new way of life. We thereby create a relationship with God that allows him to bless and change us. The covenant path leads us back to him. If we will let God prevail in our lives, that covenant will lead us closer and closer to him. All covenants are intended to be binding. They create a relationship with everlasting ties. Once we make a covenant with God, we leave neutral ground forever. God will not abandon his relationship with those who have forged such a bond with him. In fact, all those who have made a covenant with God have access to a special kind of love and mercy. In the Hebrew language, that covenantal love is called hesed. Hesed has no adequate English equivalent. Translators of the King James Version of the Bible must have struggled with how to render Hesed in English. They often chose loving kindness. This captures much, but not all the meaning of Hesed. Other translations were also rendered such as mercy and goodness. Hesed is a unique term describing a covenant relationship in which both parties are bound to be loyal and faithful to each other. Hesed is a special kind of love and mercy that God fills for and extends to those who have made covenants with him as we reciprocate with Hesed for him. Because God has Hesed for all those who have covenanted with him, he will love them. He will continue to work with them and offer them opportunities to change. He will forgive them when they repent, and should they stray, he will help them find their way back to him. Once you and I have made a covenant with God, our relationship with him becomes much closer than before our covenant. We are now bound together. Because of our covenant with God, he will never tire in his efforts to help us, and we will never exhaust his merciful patience with us. Each of us has a special place in God's heart. He has high hopes for us. Now, my friends, as you hear these words of President Nelson, and as you read these beautiful words of Isaiah about the love that God has for each of his children, the kind of love that allows him to be rejected and continue to feel after his children, 
continue to reach for them, continue to try to bring them closer to him. That can be so comforting for us, yes, but it can be so beautiful and so comforting if we have loved ones who have strayed from their covenants. Please know and please understand that the love that God has for those children, for your children, for your siblings, for your loved ones, is a different and special kind of love than we can even begin to comprehend. It's a love that comes from a bond made through covenants. And because of that bond, his promise is he will never stop reaching, searching, and fighting for his children. Listen to a couple more verses here in Isaiah. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness, my hesed, shall not depart from thee, Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. My friends, I testify of the love that God has for his children, the great love that allows him to continue to seek after them, no matter where they are, no matter the choices that they're making, no matter what they're doing, no matter how many times they have rejected him. Their covenant relationship with him remains intact, and the hesed that God has for them will allow him to continue to fight for them until they are back together with him. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 